Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, more Trump comments. I know, I know, it's old. But I told you, listeners, I would read them if you send them. And today's headlines. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everybody. Today is Wednesday, June 9th, 2021. You know what I did yesterday? I went to a drive-in movie theater. First time in probably two, maybe three decades. Maybe. I can't remember the last time I was there, honestly. And what what a cool place, you know? It's just like this kind of, I don't know, nostalgic Americana, yet, I don't know, it still has a life. Like, there was, I don't know, maybe 100 people, maybe more, 200 people watching a movie. And But there's two screens, so there's probably 200 in each screen. But it was just a cool little experience. You know, a lot of people had their trucks, their SUVs, bedding in the back, pillows, brought their snacks, and they're just sitting there watching movie. Concessions were a lot better than, say, the movie theater. They had popcorn, they had food, they had burgers, they had dogs, they had, you know, it's just a really cool experience. So I sat there in my car and watched A Quiet Place 2, and it was just an enjoyable experience. And I don't know why people don't do this more often, go out to the drive-in, and I really think that this is going to be a new thing that I do. Look at the drive-in, see what's playing, pop open the trunk, get some pillows and blankets, and just chill. And of course, you have a good car stereo, and you have great sound. So that's what I did last night. So if you have a drive-in theater near you, check it out. Don't forget your pillows, blankets, popcorn, and snacks. Now... Those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And I'm recording this at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is sitting at $34,950, up 6.95%, which is called 7% from yesterday. Ethereum, number two spot, 2,524, up 2.8%. Tether is in the number three spot. Binance Coin, or BNB, is at 355, up 3.5%. Cardano is in the number five spot at $1.55, up 4.35%. Rounding off the top 10, we have Doge, XRP, USDC, Polkadot, and Uniswap. Total market cap, we grew $100 billion overnight at $1.55 trillion in a BTC dominance of 42.2%. I told you yesterday that if you send more comments about Trump and his comments on Bitcoin, I will read them. Of course, the news cycle, this is our 48-hour news It's already old, but I'm going to read them anyway because I told you that I would. First comment came from Ocean Block. Ocean Block said, Hey, Matthew, love the podcast. Regarding Trump, it's easy to respond. Bitcoin is decentralized and leads to freedom. Trump is centralized. He only cares about himself. And that leads to dictatorship. The conclusion is, what to expect from Trump? As Bitcoin is the total opposite of what he stands for. Go and protect the movement. Matthew Deemer for Congress. Well, I, I like that last part. Next comment comes from the conservative hippie. The Trump comment can be viewed by many perspectives. From a former U.S. president, this seems like the company line. Any expectations of some libertarian rant would be far-fetched. He said what he had to and should say. The extra scam comment can easily be dismissed as an uneducated opinion from a competitor. There is a no-win for Trump in this middle. So he's dismissed the issue and promoted America first. Bitcoin advocates don't need Trump's endorsement or permission, and we knew it. 
the conservative hippie. Riker says, Not that I want to give him too much credit, but I believe his comments were made to stack the deck in his favor. This is a guy who would say anything to benefit himself. The truth is not a priority for Donald. And finally, Rob says, First, thanks for the podcast. I'll be more concerned if the orange man was a Bitcoin supporter. His uneducated views on Bitcoin actually make me more bullish. He also seems to imply Bitcoin could be a threat for the US dollar after calling it a scam. Why do we even care what he says anyway? Moving into today's headlines. Following a report from local officials, miners in a small section of the northwestern Chinese province Xinjiang has been ordered to halt operations. Authorities in Changji, a prefecture in Xinjiang, have ordered Bitcoin miners in one of the region's industrial parks to halt operations, according to initial reports from the block. The order comes on the heels of China's wider crackdown mining operations. It's expected that the crackdown is part of the country's ambitions to become more environmentally friendly, something that the order in Changji appears to back up. In 2015, Xiao Jun, an administrative director, said that there's enough coal under this part of China to support China for another 100 years. So since then, that part of the Xinjiang province has become a hotspot for Bitcoin miners due to the abundance of cheap, coal-fueled electricity. Three major crypto exchanges are looking at ways to enter the Indian market, as the country lawmakers wrestle with potential bans on crypto. These exchanges are Kraken, KuCoin, and Bitfinex. Remember, Binance is already there because they own Wazir X. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you give it a couple more weeks or a couple more months, we're going to have a major Indian bull because there's going to be a bank that teams up with one of these exchanges and we're just going to see an influx of consumer demand. Mark my words. I guess the biggest news of the day of the week, some people are saying of Bitcoin's lifetime, is that with 62 votes for yes, a supermajority by the way, the Legislative Assembly of El Salvador has approved the Bitcoin law presented by the president of the country. This legislation now gives Bitcoin the status of legal tender, which now is mandatory accepted throughout the country. Turning Bitcoin into legal tender will allow debts to be contracted in Bitcoin to be settled in Bitcoin, and will also allow banks to transact in Bitcoin. If you guys were on Twitter last night, the president of El Salvador was there in Twitter spaces with about 60,000, I think it was 60,000 people just listening to him answer questions from some of the biggest names on crypto Twitter. An interesting thing about this conversation is it wasn't scripted. He was fielding any question asked to him about Bitcoin, his opinion on Bitcoin, his hodling of Bitcoin, and how he feels the future of Bitcoin in his country would be. Interesting, interesting times. And the reason why I think this is interesting is because the president of a country is sitting down with a group of people on crypto Twitter and answering candid, off-the-cuff questions. What times do we live in? And finally, MicroStrategy's appetite for Bitcoin is insatiable. MicroStrategy upped its bond sale to $500 million from $400 million after $1.6 billion in demand came from investors. Their investors are looking to buy a little debt with for a 6.25% return. And you know what MicroStrategy is going to do? It's going to BTFD and they want Bitcoin bad. So they're raising more money. Watch for a big influx of Bitcoin to be bought and hodled by MicroStrategy. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. And don't forget Deemer for Congress, D-I-E-M-E-R for Congress.com. Donate to the campaign. Thank you very much, and I will see you tomorrow. Happy hodling.